la 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 do re mi fa so la di do da yeah Ooh, that was uh that was scrumptious it's my typical warm-up before podcast live show theater um yeah usually those three someone's been watching the mass singer on peacock <laughs> No, I watched uh So You Think You Can Dance. Is that one of them? Uh it might be. It might Dude, stop, be. So stop stop tapping dance. your mic. Your mic works. We already did another intro. Hunter's mic was not on. Um, but this time his mic is on and he just tapped to confirm. Yeah, my mic my mic yeah, it's coming through. All right. All right, let's kick it. We are tonight's entertainment. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. All right, so we are back for our second episode of Two our weeks in a row. third... Of our th- yes, yes, on time, two weeks in a row, our third comeback, second episode, mm-hmm. um, and we're here. We made it. Yep, live in the studio, two studios, still live, coming from studio audience. I got, uh, my dog's not in here, so it would be live no. studio audience. It's just empty. I'm, I'm in an empty room. I got some uh, some lavender here, or what do you mm. call that? What's that plant? Is it called lavender? Eu- eucalyptus? A lavender's no, a flower. The, no, it's purple. Here, I'll, I'll put on the screen for... Anybody that wants to see, it's one of these things. I think that's a lilac. It could be lilac. It smells phenomenal, though. Thank you, Rachel, and shout out Trader Joe's. Yeah, that's nice. I have a candle going. Do you matcha matcha green candle? That's good ambiance. I I don't. I almost spilled wax everywhere. If I had, oh, I do. You know what? I'll go for the for the whole broadcast here. Well, yeah, I have you live. I will light a candle. I will get my ambiance going. But what scent are you working with? Oh, that's low. I, yeah, it's low. It's you know I, I like to burn through this cinnamon spiced vanilla. It's out of season, but I like it. That's not in yeah, season, no, but I like it. It's, it's a wintertime thing. It's it's one of those. It's got the three wicks though, so it's pretty heavy mm. duty. That's like kind of lighting up my face, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're you, looking. Should I keep looking it in front of my face? Yeah, you could tell a st- scary story for sure. Should I? So maybe maybe when I get into some takes, because we are covering Stranger Things, no spoilers. Yes. Yes. No um, maybe when I'm talking spooky, I can move this in front of my face for all you watching yes. the video clips. Absolutely. No, f- we are reviewing Stranger Things season four, which is a very spooky season. So when the spooky mm-hmm. stories come out, it's time for you to gather around the campfire, bring out your flashlight in this in this situation, a candle and tell a spooky story. Yeah. All natural. I don't I don't do electricity anymore. I'm I'm full farm <laughs> to table since last week. I mentioned I'm getting cut. I'm pretty cut right now, but I'm getting more cut. <laughs> I am farm to table. I drive a Prius, not one of the uh-huh. hybrid Priuses, full electric. I have one of yeah. the charging stations here in my apartment. Okay. And uh, yeah, no electricity. You know, candle lights, matches, torches. You know, when I'm looking for things, when I'm taking the dog out, I light a tiki torch. I don't mm. look like those crazy uh, fanatics down in South Carolina with the tiki torches. Remember, they did that thing a couple of years ago. <laughs> I don't look like that. I look, I look relatively kind, like a Samoan man or, or uh, the guy from Moana. That's kind of what I look yeah. like. Yeah, you could also just look like a regular suburban person trying to keep flies out of their backyard on those tiki the torches. Yeah, yeah, they do wonders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're amazing for sure. 
Um, <laughs> yes, you 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 can carry a tiki torch and um, still be a good person. We just want to make that clear because you are not racist and you're not a bad person. Yeah, and we we said that clarify again. Not this is not a yeah. racist podcast. So if that's what yeah. you're looking for, you need to turn right around. We're not sexist either. We we both no. took diversity training before we mm-hmm. did this. So like we are. Mm-hmm. I mean. Well, not only are we tonight's entertainment, but we are yes. tonight's source of good vibes and kindness yeah. in all yeah. directions. So the, the best part is we act like we're like two podcasters from the eighties, which I don't even know if it was a thing back then. I mean, like back then there was no rules and we were talking about women and we were racist, but it's like we stopped doing a podcast for like a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> we're acting like our old videos. We were saying these awful things and now we're these cleansed people. I, I don't know if, I'm just saying our old videos are fine. I did. I dug through the archives. We can't be canceled and we won't be canceled currently because we're trained. I, I kind of like the mystery it brings. Cause now people that are mm. tuning in for these new episodes, they're like, what, what could they have said? You know, vlogging mm. during world war two, check it out. You know, maybe they're like, well, what could they possibly be bringing up there? You know, or is it dark? Is it, is it fucked up? It's part of my French, but you're going to have to go back and listen if, uh, if you want some clarity here, you know, no, no free rides. No, absolutely. Yeah, dig through the archives. Go ahead and listen to an old episode. They're fine. There's a few where you can hear Matt. There's one. I think it's our first one where you can hear Matt. You can hear Matt Downing breathing um, during the Pirates of the Caribbean review. Pirates of the Caribbean. I've had that problem before. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, mm-hmm. You can definitely hear him huffing and puffing. He's. I remember when we recorded it, we had three mics. Me and you were on the couches across from each other in the setup, and Downing's on the beanbag, just like this. He's just leaning on the bag like, huff. <sighs> just a little. It, it, was, it wasn't the best body posture for him, which uh, caused some issues. Um, but we, we moved on from that, and we... Uh, we got worse sound systems. Our sound got worse as we moved on. And then we went online and it got even worse. Um, so we kind of regressed in that situation. Oh, but the breathing's gone. God. The breathing's gone. We're both healthy. Me and you, both healthy. Yeah, yeah. I have Crohn's disease, but that's for another time. <laughs> but uh, I like, for all of you that haven't listened to Matt Downing's guest appearance, he sounds like a bulldog just resting in place. You know, when when you're really sitting there, you go, is that dog sick? Yeah. Or is his nasal valves just extremely clogged yeah. up? And and that's that's what he sounds like. Inevitably. Yeah, he, he's acting like it's a hot August day, you know, and he's been stuck outside of the park and this bulldog's like just like yeah. just fighting for every every inch of oxygen he can get yeah. in his lungs. Um, like do, do you gotta put him down or take him for a walk? I don't know the difference. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget when my cousin texted me. He was like, Awesome episode. Just just an FYI is like you're one. I don't know if who it was, but I could really hear someone breathing into the mic. <laughs> someone like, sounds like they're doing whippets in the background. It's like, oh, it's just, uh, it's just our buddy's breathing patterns. Fear not, he's healthy. The best part is we try to get Downing back on because our friend Downing loves Marvel, and we try to do Marvel with Downing in our second revamp of the show. And he got drunk. He woke up the next day, and we couldn't find him for a whole day. And then it was just like. Fuck it, we're not we're not doing it. We're not <laughs> I think doing it. we. I don't know if he can hop on online and figure it out, but Marvel with Downey might be scrapped for a year. Might be scrapped. Well, I think what we can do is uh, service to our loyal fans, especially on Patreon. Thank you for supporting us and the yes, ones that listen free here on Spotify. I uh-huh. think maybe in the video clips, if you want to check out the Twitter, we can just throw in a little picture of them. I, I don't mm. know. This is just you know. I, <laughs> 
speaking to our technician guy, Mike, you know, I, I, mm. I'd like uh, to think he could throw in a little picture of Downing so they know what we're talking about. You know, it, it'll paint a yeah. picture. Yeah, we got a big team here over at What Are You Watching? Um, yeah. You, you get to learn more about the team if you join Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and how to pay for Patreon, you can uh, DM us on Twitter and we'll let you know how to wire money. Yeah. We, just, <laughs> we, we, yeah, we don't do Venmo. We don't do Cash App. You have to wire it. Um, yeah. Do I know what wiring money really means? No, but you're going to do it. Only Swiss offshore banking accounts. We don't deal with anything else. We don't deal with U.S. banks. It's Swiss offshore bank accounts like uh, Jordan Belfort. Like that's how we deal. Yeah. Wire transfers, pass keys, phrases. Yeah. No, we just like <laughs> no refunds. Like cousin, no, re- no, 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 no. We did not do <laughs> no. refunds. We're saving up it's- for bobbleheads. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, we do need bobbleheads. No, I love it. Your grandma's gonna listen to this or something. She's gonna be like, "Oh, I heard I could donate money to help out the show." And you're gonna be like, "Grandma, we really need the help." <laughs> maybe maybe she accidentally gonna- puts an extra zero on it. She's like, "Oh, can you just send that back?" Like. I accidentally yeah. sent, you know, a thousand instead of a hundred. And we're like, oh, ah, oh, Mima, you know, <laughs> there's no refunds. You know, I <laughs> did love you. Not but... listen, did you not listen <laughs> to the episode? Right. It's no Swiss. Refunds. It's Swiss. We don't, you know, we can't touch that shit once it's in the cloud. It's fictitious. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's a woozy. It's a wazzy. Yeah. It doesn't exist. No, we never have. Like, yeah, it's all in the cloud. Our cash, never in our hand. How do we pay for things? Don't ask. It's in the cloud. So Gift cards. Yeah, techni- <laughs> Yeah, we take gift cards to Amazon, Target, Wawa, and that's about it, right? Yeah, maybe if, if you're feeling frisky, you could do either Lululemon or I'd accept oh. just like straight up marathon gift cards for gas. Like I, you mm. could pay, you could donate in Patreon. Just in increments of gas gift cards, I think mm. that would that would work for for me. You o- you almost incriminated yourself because you were talking about driving a Prius earlier and getting farm to table food, but if you do look at your Snapchat story today, I do know where those scallops were from, and that was not a farm, that was the freezer aisle. You can't you can't <laughs> prove that anywhere, and they were damn good. They no, were damn they good, good scallops. Yeah, thank you. God damn. I, I could tell you put butter in them, and that's how you. I, know. Oh, I fucking caked it! I caked it with butter, for, farm to table. Of course, I yeah. got it from Bessie the cow. But I mean, it was just mm, son of a bitch. It it is. I don't want to go down a butter tangent, but it's kind of messed up. Like, I mean, everyone says this. Like the bad, the things that taste good are always bad for you. But like butter tastes so good in everything on everything. With every, it's so messed up. Name anything. Butter makes it a thousand times better. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I'd like to leave it at this here. If you use margarine or the the uh, brand, I can't believe it's not butter. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Do us all yeah. a favor and just try, try to hurt yourself with yourself. I, I don't know how else to put it. If it's not butter, it's it's nothing. Butter, butter or die. Farm to table. Farm to table. Right. <laughs> you're a big butter fan um i do remember living with you bitching at someone who bought what butter did they buy it was they it bought margarine? they bought i swear to god it was like i i can't believe it's not butter i go i don't do margarine i don't i don't do margarine i, I don't it's not an no. option no it's not acceptable um 
no more butter talk. We're moving on. Um, yeah. But yeah. why why are we here? Glad you asked, guys. Um, dude, I would love to have a live studio audience before you ask why we're here. Like, I just want to like, hey, God, you know, I just want them to let them know, ask them, why are we here? And then they clap at everything and they laugh at every joke because they have to because there's a producer, Mike. Well, he's also a technician. Yeah. But you can find out about him on Patreon. Mike's just got a gun to the crowd and it says applause. And he says... He scans, you know, kill shot mode. Mm -hmm. He just scans. Mm -hmm. If you don't laugh, he takes you out back. Even if, even if we don't at some point get a studio audience, I still want to have enough in the bankroll to at least hire a guy to hold the signs that says applause. Mm -hmm. So even if there's no, I still want to look over and he's, he's got the cue card clap now, stop, you know? Yeah. And and I'm thinking like me and you are lounging in these couches. You know what I mean? I'm in this like, Mm. Big ass couch. I'm looking fat. All right. I'm lounging like this. Every time there's a commercial break, someone puts makeup on me. Someone makes sure I look good. Mm-hmm. And I will look good because we have a big team because um, yeah. of the Patreon. It's being paid for. I'm lounging on the couch. I don't have to worry about a mic. I don't have to worry about anything. Live studio audience. The lighting's making me look like a chiseled Greek god. Yeah. And we're having fun. And we're on these nice couches. And you have that little cup of coffee that's filled with water. I yeah. sip. Sip. Life's good. Our podcast gets yeah. much better at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing I say before we really, you know, get back on track again hmm. is that if you're looking for an unbelievable experience where you will most certain most certainly work for free, DM our Twitter. Um, you won't make a goddamn cent. We'll no. throw you in the creds though. You know, this could really spring boot your career into the stratosphere. Mm. Reiterate, you won't make a dollar. So don't try to force us into a little no. lawsuit or settlement. If you want to work for free, just DM the Twitter. We'll hook you up. We'll get you merch. We don't even have merch, but we'll make some for you, yeah. and we'll go from there. Yeah, um, and and to join the team, you have to wire us a little bit of cash. Um, yeah, Patreon, no refunds. Swiss. Yeah, no, no. All right, we are here for one reason and one reason only. Stranger Things season four. Yeah. Um, kind of crazy to say that out loud that this is the fourth season. Um. The first season came out in 2016. Yeah. Um, and here we are with season four that came out in volume one and two. Uh, I think it's well known now that the second volume or the, the final two episodes were delayed because of the amount of special effects. And they just didn't have it out for that June date they want, uh, yeah. Netflix wanted. Yeah. Um, so I know the creators did say that the next season is going to be all out at once. That's how... Netflix does it mostly anyway, so I didn't mind the wait, in all honesty. Uh, see, my thing is I feel like with majority of shows where they split it up in volume one and volume two in the same season, there's always two to three months in between where you, you lose mm-hmm. steam a little bit, and then you might have to rewatch, and you get yourself yeah, yeah, back yeah. into it. Three weeks off was tasteful. It was tasteful. It was still fresh in everybody's mind. And then when it drops on July 1st, you're you're ready to go. You know, there's no recap, no restart. No. You are, no. you know, you, you weren't itching like crazy, but it got you excited enough that when it came out, you were already on the couch ready to go. I think it was the perfect amount of itch. And I, it sucks because I think they should do it again because it like allowed for discussion. It allowed mm-hmm. for people to guess what's going to happen. It allowed me to watch some YouTube videos, like with the cast and with people talking about the show. Not like, you know, some nerd on YouTube talking about it, but like, you know, some GQ variety. Right, whatever. right. I, Quick, didn't, I didn't mind it. No. Yeah, no, I didn't it was, mind it. It was solid. I, I like how they did that. 
the the consumer in me says drop that bitch all at once. Yeah. But like I said, it was tasteful, so I can endure. I can endure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the fourth season came out. Um. I don't. I, I we did the recap last time. You killed the Obi Wan recap. I don't know if you can do it for this one. You want to try? Yeah, I'll give it. Or is it even more? Yeah. You come in and save me if if you need to. I know a couple. Oh, spoiler free. Spoiler free, of course. Spoiler free. Spoiler free the whole. Yeah, spoiler free the whole show. I know uh, a couple of people that still haven't seen Stranger Things yet for whatever that may be. But yeah, you know, I'll give it a run. Uh, If if you're not familiar with Stranger Things whatsoever at all, it basically follows Mm. the small town of Hawkins, Indiana in which there's a group of kids, you know, that we watch grow up through the seasons that basically deal with some pretty crazy, I don't know if you'd say supernatural, but very interesting scenarios where they find themselves fighting these outer dimensional, you know, demons from another world. And some people have some superpowers. And and basically what, what we're looking at here in Stranger Things is just what could happen with crazy government conspiracies, cover-ups, and a tiny bit of supernatural magic that makes its way onto the silver screen. And it is well worth the watch. You get your suspense, you get your good laughs, you get your good cries, some adorable moments, some sad moments. But overall, I mean, it's not a kid show. It's it's not a kid show by any sorts of the means. No. Yeah. The cast, you see that they're all nine years old in the first season, and you're getting a dude, you know, getting his head ripped off and getting the blood sucked out of his veins. So it's not for the faint of heart, but it is great television. Yeah, that was that was good. Not as good as Obi Wan. Something about your Obi Wan no. was fantastic. I, it was um, from the soul. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so that was like a good general thought of the show. I mean, if you haven't seen the first three seasons, by all means, watch them now. I mean, you're like way late on being a part of the culture and like the whole rush of it for sure. Still good TV. Watch it. Um, so I guess we'll get into spoiler zone of the first three seasons, which I didn't even consider, but you were saying some people haven't watched right? Um, and their laws. Their well, laws. clearly if, if they're tuning in for this and they haven't seen it, it's pretty stupid. Pause right now, yeah. go watch all three seasons and like probably do it in three days if you really got nothing going on and then double <laughs> back here for the answer. Cause you know, there's those people yeah. out there that like to wait for the entire show to drop before they watch, you know, those <laughs> Those bitches that are like, uh, oh, I, I don't want to get into it because then I have to wait. I have to wait for the next mm. season. And then I just don't like doing that. I'd rather watch it all at once. Like, oh, I, I, no, no. You know, I, I think the it, break creates the the miss, the mystical, the mystical. Yeah. Miss. I, I have major beef with anyone who's like addicted to binging and like makes that part of the personality. Like it, it's it's you, Hunter. You watch things fast. You watch things fast. No, but you're not like a. I only binge stuff on Netflix. You're not like that. You know, it's like people like make it like their thing. It's like mm, grab me a bucket of popcorn, one cup of oh. water. I'm not moving. You know what I mean? It's like cool. I see what you mean. I, there's, there's a difference I, between being tacky and doing it and actually just flying yeah. through it because it's that good. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna post a snap story saying. Stranger mm. Things seasons one through four, yeah. and it's go time with no, like the yeah. bucket of popcorn and the ginger ale, like right in front of me. I'm not doing that. Yeah, you know, I do it for myself. No, it's it's like a it's like a picture. They got their feet kicked up like this. They take a yeah. big blanket on. You know, they take a picture of the TV, and it's like go time. It's like they're watching when it came out at twelve oh one at midnight. It's like let's stop. 
let's stop. It, it, it's too much for me. Mm-hmm. Too much for me. You're doing it for the clicks, um, and I don't like that. Oh yeah, no. You you do it because you can't help yourself, and you're addicted. You make it sound like a disorder. Yeah. Uh, I would say I have a little more free will, but. Essentially, that's what I do. Essentially, right? There's, you know. There's- no, the, the the one day I thought it was a problem, you laid on the beanbag and cranked out three to four movies in one day. Oof. But the only reason it was bad because I came in and you were watching Looney Tunes back in action. I was itching. I saw YouTube videos. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. It's Brendan Fraser. Pre-fat Brendan Fraser. Oh no! It's just like you watched all these movies in this one day, and then you happen to be watching Looney Tunes back in action, which is so funny to me. It's a little wild, Cardi, for sure. Right? That's how you yeah. know you're in a you're in a movie getting fat beanbag hole if Looney Tunes back in action is in your set list. Yeah, that was a greasy day. That was just a bag day. You were just we in the bag. It. No, we don't do that. No. Bags. Um. Yeah, so catching up back on Stranger Things, we left off at season three, just some like big plot points where it kind of like brings us into the stories like Eleven lost her powers. I'm at the end of the season. I don't even know what they defeated the glob thing and Billy dies. Um, yeah, he turned into that the big spider monster, you know, and the, yeah, he turned into the mind flare of yeah. the glob. Yeah, yeah. Um, Billy dies. Eleven loses his powers. Uh, Eleven. Um, Will, Mrs. Byers, Jonathan moved to California. Um, Hopper's allegedly dead. We know he's alive right away. He's in a Russian uh, prison. And then, so then back in Hawkins is Mike, um, Dustin, Lucas, Max. Yes. Um, Nancy. So like that's Nan- Nancy. Nancy Wheeler, Steve and Robin. Steve, Steve and Robin are now working at Family Video. Um, yeah, so like, you know. That's generally where we're at. I think we can kind of get into our thoughts on the season. Fuck it. I mean, let's let's cut out the no spoilers. Can we just talk freely? Yeah, I think I think if you have you've had twenty one minutes to buffer. We've let it be known a couple times that you know we're only going to do no spoilers for a couple minutes. Now I think we can let it ride. I, I think okay. it's safe to say. When we give our scores, let's keep spoilers out of that in case I clip that. All right. Okay. Okay. Mm. We, we can mm. keep. We can keep. Yeah, I'll I'll try. All right. So, all right, let's talk about some um let's talk about season 4 of Stranger Things. Yeah, that's um, it. Now we're in. Yeah. Okay. Um where do we want to start? All right. So there's three stories. There is the way this is told is three stories at once. They yep. do all come to the together at at the end very beautifully, which I was very happy about cuz I was getting nervous about that. Um Mike goes to California for spring break. So in California, you have Argyle, new character, Stoner. Mike, Argyle, Eleven, Will, Jonathan. Will, Jonathan, yep. Six of them. Um, yep. The California story was... A little dry. A little dry. little dry. Out of the three, actually there's four because Eleven was kind of on her own. Yep. Uh, we have the Eleven flashback, so four. Out of the four or three, it was probably the, the worst. Um, yeah. And I do want to say, if we're nitpicking on the season, I'm going to make it clear now I loved it. So yes. anything that I say I don't like, it's a nitpick. Yeah, don't want you to, you know, no, nobody should get all over our asses for that. No, it's more of a nitpick. But the California one probably just, 
led to the least amount of stuff. They were just trying to find 11. It was fine. It filled space, but it had a different tone, which I know you want to talk about. You're a big tone guy here. A uh, different tone than Hawking's and then Eleven's backstory and Russia, which were all much darker. The California yes. story was kind of white, except for that gun scene. That scene was sick when the That was uh, intense. That was a very intense shootout for Stranger Things. That felt <laughs> like saving Private Ryan. That was out of control. And it came in so fast. They were just like talking and that door gets kicked in. Like, yeah. Like, Fuck. No, I was I was sweating. Shirt came off for that scene for sure. Yeah, big past the Dutchie moment there. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the California story, a little dry. Not much happened, to say the least. Um, I know people on the internet tend to be like, Will doesn't get enough screen time, or like, Will always gets pushed to the side, which he has the past two seasons. Indeed. But clearly, at the end of this season, it's going to be Will's season in the final. Yeah. It all comes back to him. It started with him. It has to come back to him. And I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. I was reading this thing from the Duffer Brothers that they want uh, this final season to be very full circle. So there were like a lot of the groupings that you saw in season one and two that'll kind of come back and, and play a big thing. So, you know, you'll, you'll have that group of kids. Will's probably going to get pretty big again. Like, like you just mentioned, yeah. you know, at the very end of the season, you know, he's doing a little thing. He's back, you know, he's, he's got the edge he's here. He's here. Yeah. He's got the itch. He's got the, he's got the problems going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was probably the weakest. Like you said, uh, Russian storyline, the Hawking storyline, pretty freaking crazy. I mean, a lot of death, a lot of upside down shit. I mean, you know, before we give our scores here, there were some pretty gruesome parts. I mean, there was some some serious manglement that went on with those two storylines. Yeah, I uh, I think Hawking's was on top, best storyline, pretty yeah. obvious. Not obvious. I think it was just fair. It's like that's where the core of the story was. With we Vecna. came to see. It's what we came um, to see. Yeah, and it was Stranger Things. It was the mystery being slowly unraveled. Mm-hmm. Russia was good. Hopper, uh, David Harbour was a good actor, or a good performance. Not he is a good actor. Uh, he had a good performance there. And then the man who has no face, um, Enzo, also yeah. good actor. Good to see him. Um, yeah, but I think you're right. Everyone came here for the Hawking storyline, and it did, it did really outshine the rest. For sure. For sure. Like like you said, it's it's what we came to see and, and the villain we got this season ties the whole show together. And I mean, in, in that volume two, that was one hell of a flashback of what the upside down is. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, the, uh, the I think we got to learn a lot this season. I'm going to say this before I get my go into my scoring here. It's like season one was such a tight story and it was amazing. Like, uh everything was perfect and nothing felt forced it was just an amazing season of television the whole mystery and everything two and three were not weren't bad tv by any means but they really lost me yeah at times because i thought in my head i was like stranger things was made and they made one season they made one season and then after that they had to figure it out and that's what two and three felt like to me season yeah. four they knew it what they felt were doing. like they planned it the whole time. Everything came yeah. back. Everything started to make sense. And the reveals yep. of the Upside Down, of Eleven's backstory, um, of us seeing Vecna like a real villain, like a real face to put to a villain, um, just getting the reveal of Eleven and the Upside Down and what it really is and like its relation to Hawkins and why it's there, I that made me excited. And like that made it seem like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Jesus Christ, they better have. They had 
three or four years from season three yeah. to season four. So at that point, that bitch better be bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I they figured it out, and I'm glad they did. Because uh, two and three weren't great. No. Weren't great. No. They were good. Weren't great. Yeah. They are good. All right. Let me... Uh, let me let me let me get into my score here. You want to score first this time, or do you want me to? I kind of want you to score first. I'm kind of nervous. No, I, I, don't I went first last time. Yeah. No, okay. you go first. Okay, I'll give my score. Like we mentioned last week, if you're keeping up with the podcast, we scored on five categories, four of them mm. being the same. Acting, mm. plot, creativity, and entertainment will all stay the same. My wild card this week is tone. Tone. So with Big that tone. reason, I'm giving Stranger Things season four. Big reveal. Drum roll. Given it a 91. Mm. I'm giving it a 91. It's high. I, I I think the whole show overall is lower, but I think in retrospect, I I, I give it I give it a 91. I, I love yeah. this season a lot. I think as far as as far as good television goes and standalone seasons, season four of Stranger Things might be top ten of all TV shows of yeah. you know of one specific season. Good score. Fair. Um, I do agree that we're looking at this season standalone. We're not talking about Stranger yes. Things, the series, because it's also not over. There is one more season, yeah. which I can't I can't wait for it to be over. I can't wait to see how they wrap it. I think they'll be Me great. too. Me too. Um, so I think 91 is a fair score. Um, yeah, in terms of the standalone season here, season four like brought up, I think the acting got much better. The kids really grew up, and I think Sadie yep. Sink did an amazing job. All the kids they were so young when they first started acting and they developed into good actors, which was surprising and good to see. So I thought the acting was up the action and like the size of the season. This season was just mega. Um, yeah. I think they did a great job with that. Um, also, um, like it's, it's, it is a period piece in a way they are big on the eighties nostalgia, but they don't overuse it. And I think it's just enough, enough of it where it makes me feel like I'm nostalgic for it. And you know, I wasn't even close to being born back then. Yeah, um, it's not overdone. All the, no, with all of those things being so well done, like the acting, the size of it, the special effects, the music, all of that combined, combined with like a story that gave us the backbone of the story or like the history of the story and it all started to come together. And we meet at the very end for a perfect setup for the final season. All of that being said, we'll give go us the detail. number. I give me the wretched name. I gave it an 88. All right. All right. Okay. Whew. Yeah. I was, I was afraid you might say like 81 or 82, and I'm like, man, I, I just don't know how to score these things, do I? No, this season was amazing. I was ne- – dude, the episodes, we didn't even talk about the episode length. They were all long, and they never felt oh, long. I mean, so maybe that adds – you know, maybe that's why also it's a 91. That's probably another four points right there. Talk about doing a service to the fans. Yeah. I mean – Holy crap. I, I don't think there was an episode under an hour and 10 minutes. Correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but I mean, each episode was a, you know, somewhat of a feature length film and volume two comes out and they're like, Oh, the episodes are going to be longer. I'm thinking two hour, 30 pieces. Maybe the first one's an hour 15. I mean, the finale was two and a half hours. No, That's you, a full you, film. No, me and Lily were trying to watch, and she wanted to watch back to back. I was like, Lily, we need to set a, set aside a massive chunk of time to watch both back to back. Four that hours, is, four yeah. and a half hours. <laughs> yeah, it's no joke. That was no joke. It, no, and and I loved it, and and I'm sure 
And I, I think they confirmed it that next season's not going to be even remotely as long, you know, probably back to your 55 minute, 45 yeah, to right. 55 yeah. minute episodes. But I mean, right. You got a three year gap between the last season. Everyone's itching for it and they come out and they delivered, man. I mean, what it didn't seem short. Like, I mean, it was, it was well done. Yeah. It was really well done. In, in terms of it just being simply well done, like, it's you know we can go into stuff but it really was just well done and like stranger things is a massive massive cultural show it's huge in the culture everyone watches it it's all over the internet it's all over ads and like when that happens to shows it was happening to stranger things the first season's good it gets big and then slowly deteriorates because they can't keep up with all of these fans and like satisfying all of these people wide ranges of an audience they did it this season somehow. They really didn't mess it up. You I, can't, they didn't mess it up. No, and I think it's very rare to watch a TV show where it starts off so hot. And most TV shows, like you just said, they start off so hot, it slowly fizzles out. And by the time it's the ending, it's time to wrap it up. Yeah. I find that it's rare that you see a show find their ground and make it feel as better or as good or if not better than the first season like i mean yeah talk about a you know a bar graph or a, whatever a line graph it was here and then it was a little here and then boom like it's wow zip yeah absolutely no like season three had its certain problems season two had its specific problems and i think they probably were just humble and learned from them they said yeah. maybe we shouldn't we should do like season three was uh relied heavy on nostalgia heavy on the aesthetic it was also like just a little too funny season four was the perfect touch of both of those two things i thought the comedy like when it was there it was always perfect and the nostalgia was just enough and like yes those sort of things season four is the perfect balance of everything the only like maybe little beef i'd have it's not a bad thing necessarily there is like i would say like 16 characters I was looking today, like in the story from Hopper to jo- or Hopper, Joyce, all the kids, Steve, Murray. Yeah. Murray, like 16 core characters. And like you get with these long episodes, you did get to see a lot of them. And with them being separated, a lot of them got to shine. Um, a good thing. Like I think Lucas got a lot more screen time this season and he was a uh, good performance as well. Good to see him. But with all those characters, sometimes I think we lack a little bit of emotional moments um, in terms of like learning more about the character, letting two characters interact, and um, maybe a little bit of heavy dialogue, not Game of yeah. Thrones style, but where they're just sure. talking and you can really, really... I'm attached to all the characters, but yeah, a little more depth to them. That's a super nitpick, but maybe that's something. No, no, I mean, I, I, I'm agreeing with you there, like... I, I, I agree. You know, I don't want to get too deep into that, but I, I'd like to say that the way they did it was well done. It, it really yeah. was. Yeah. Simply good season. Um, any, any favorite characters this season? Any favorite, any favorite I moments? Mean, I always love Murray, right? I mean, we're talking the man from the other guys where you come to my wife's or you come to yeah. our house, you get my wife's name. Right. You know, like Arnie Paul yeah. the alert. So yes, I, yes. I love his character speaks fluent Russian conspiracy theorist. Didn't even bat an eye when they brought him into the show season two, I think yeah. runs with it. He's a great character. He's got balls of steel. He really found himself this season. Yeah. I mean, he's great. He's, he's definitely one of my favorites. I think everybody loves Dustin. Mm. Um, 
I, I, I love Argyle, right? You know, a little thing there. And I, I kind of like Dr. Owens a lot. I think it was a little bit of a redemption story from him. Usually. He, you think he's alive? I don't know. I, I don't know at all, actually. Okay. I, I would, Just I would cares. think he's alive because uh, we didn't really get the resolution with the army at the end of the, at the end of this season. So I'm sure they'll be flying him in and he's going to be like, I fucking told you it wasn't 11. This is some serious shit. So I, yeah. I imagine he'll be back for the next season. But it was cool to see a redemption story where he even fought against Dr. Bremer and he was like, dude, what are you doing? We said this was going to be a prison. Like we're doing things different now. She's old. Like we fucked up. And I can, I respect the shit out of him for that. Yeah. Papa, Papa's fucked up. And, 11 killing him and Dude. what 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 did he, did he say I did this all for you or like I love you or say what do you what do you say at the very end and she just walked away oh my she was he was like you're ready or something like that or I've always yeah. loved you or some shit yeah. like that it's like I'm kind of happy that sniper put three in your chest like I was ready for you to really eat the dirt there he's creepy as fuck yeah no that I mean even the flashbacks I mean you know he's walking into scenes and he's got 13 head shaven kids varying from all ages gathering around him and he's like guess what game we're playing today children <laughs> like he's like a fucked up willy wonka he's the kid yeah, from uh yeah, yeah. he's the guy from chitty chitty bang bang lollipops ice cream and now kill him now kill him and it's like what are you doing what are you doing so yeah he's yeah fucking- no it it's something about his it's a good act good acting is it's terrifying his performance yeah <laughs> come here children yeah. for sure what about you? you any any characters really shine lights for you yeah, um, like I said, I, I don't think Lucas is my favorite, but mm. we got a lot more of him this season, and that happened because the characters were split up. He got some time to shine. Um, mm-hmm. Good to see that. Um, listen, I like how you said Murray, and I do think they add characters very smoothly. Eddie was a fantastic addition. Oh, this I for, yeah, he was great. Every, he everyone was great. loved Eddie. I'll, I'll give my favorite. I love Robin. I think Robin's really amazing. Um, and a cool story. She was on Fallon and she was like talking like Maya Hawk, the actress. She was talking like she was her character, Robin. She was doing that little like, and I talk like this. And then I start to really yeah. start to ramble like water and then I eat snacks and I, and I really talk fast. And it's like, so when she gets nervous, she, she talks like that. And that's what she does. And she did that in front of the Duffer brothers. And they're like, we got something for you. And they just wrote her yeah. this massive script. They wrote her these like massive monologues and she just, rambles them and i love the way she does it and i think she was a great addition to the cast and fascinating very much so yeah she was great um all right yeah no i think like i said there's 16 characters none of them are like "Uh," you know what i mean and even like i love that we got Susie. i think argyle was a perfect amount of comedy he was he was fucking pizza baby he was funny no he was he was funny he was actually funny um so yeah we there's a lot of characters i don't think anyone's like get this person off the screen. Cause that happens when there's a big cast like that. I, I, you know, I would, I would probably say the one person I wanted to get off the screen was that one freaking I forget his name, but the, the jock, his uh, girlfriend oh, was the one right. that got killed in his buddy. Right. But I'd say I wanted to get off the screen because he was that big of an antagonist. Not like he was right. cheesier, a bad actor, but it's like, you knew when he was coming on screen that problems were going to be, you know, the game was afoot for our characters. The second he sure. showed up anywhere. He made me nervous at all moments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you see how he died? Did you see how he died? Fucking melted right in half. Just. Psh. Oh my god! Vaporized by the portal. Yeah. Um, okay. Sure. Um, any uh, any favorite scene or favorite moment 
obviously running up the hill. We don't even need to talk about it. It's just it was like that's a cool was, now. It was awesome, but that clip went that went viral, and so did that song. Uh, I'm driving awesome to work, it. and they got Kate Bush banging on the radio at eight fifteen in the morning, and I'm like, damn, like. You know, people really are watching Stranger Things. It's everywhere. It was number one on Spotify and Apple for like two weeks, yeah. wasn't it? It went. It got big. Jesus H. Yeah. Um. Great. That was a great scene, though. I mean, that was intense as shit, right? I mean, they got Max by the balls, about to do the cracking of the whole body. They find out music is the cure, you know, for as cheesy as that mm-hmm. sounds. And she's just gunning through this thing, getting meteors and vines and trying to pull her back. And it was intense. It, you know, that's a moment where you sweat throughout a TV show. For sure. <laughs> you you got to love a sweaty moment in a TV show. I will say honorable mention, um, Russian prison, before we get into, you know, a little bit of our subcategories here, um, honorable mention, I think would be the prison scene where they're about to fight him, right? It's the man who has no face, Enzo from Game of Thrones. Love him. That was a surprise. Hopper and the rest of the prisoners, right after that super intense scene where Hopper's like, we're not here to like fight it. Like we're his food. We're like, we got to band together. And they all got swords and balls and chains. And the fucking Demi-Gorgon comes out and they're just like, oh my God. That was, I thought that was a very cool scene. Dude, the Demogorgon's terrifying. It moves so fast and just go. Every just once open. in a while, it stands up on two feet. Like it is. Yeah. It's it's a scary animal. No, you absolutely do not fuck with that thing. Um. Hmm. What was probably my favorite moment this what season? The flashbacks, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, I, I would say that's that that's exactly what I was gonna say. The reveal of Vecna, alongside with like it's eleven being told by number one. They yeah. got Levin and the one story combined with Vecna telling Nancy his backstory. Uh, that like double reveal together was awesome. Yeah. That's how we ended volume one, which I thought was amazing because it was an ending, but also led you to volume two. Right. Um, and I love that like double storytelling. Uh, and that also just reminded me, it was like my favorite part about Stranger Things is they solve the mystery with you. You know, you, right. they show clues and you're along for that journey. And right. that's what makes that Hawkins story so great is like Dustin's like, wait a second. The compass isn't pointing north. You know what I mean? Like that means there's a portal. And you're like, yes, there's a fucking portal. Right. You, you, you start figuring it out with them. I love right. that about them. Yeah. Um, and that reveal, you didn't figure it out with them, but you got that like double double reveal. And I, I thought yeah. it brought those stories together and also brought the whole reason yeah the uh, upside down is even a thing. It is a great tie together. Vecna, AKA mind flare, AKA number one, mm. AKA Henry, AKA the demi Gorgon, AKA yeah. literally like he the is the hive. driving. He is the hive, right? Yeah. This guy from their world that 11 pushed in there because he went psycho and killed all the children is, is the upside down. You know, he's the one that's created all this madness. Right. And, you know, like I said, with the hints, like they showed the spiders, little Henry finding the spiders and the mind flyer is a spider. Like they kind of showed. I never even put that together until that reveal. Like that, that was cool. That was very cool. No, it's like when they show you everything, like when you get the reveals, you're like, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Should have known that. Yeah. 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 You're picking your hairs out. You're like, you're stupid, stupid, stupid. You know, you're just beating yourself up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, but he is, it just, Vecna, the whole Vecna thing made the upside down make sense. Yeah, it all made yep. it make sense. 
totally. it made sense with the Hawkins lab. It made sense with the reason they won 11. It, it all made sense. For sure. Um, not to cut you off this beautiful tangent you're on here, even though it's not really a tangent. It's about no, the whole I don't thing. think it was. Yeah. Feel like we want to, you know, kind of give our audience here a reason why we scored or what we did. You know, we'll slowly produce sure, our little ahead. categories here. Um, you mentioned it. You mentioned it in uh, your little recap there. First thing we have is acting. Um, you're very correct. I, I think as these child actors got older, they came more into the role and felt more comfortable. And, and you know, they are the embodiment of these people. It's not them playing yeah. a role. You see them on the side of the street and you're Will, you're Dustin, you're Mike, you know? And I think that was a, a pretty big reason for the scores. They did great. I mean, you know, the moments where it's supposed to be funny, the moments where it's sad. I mean, you are completely intertwined with them, you know, all the way throughout the story. When they're sad, you feel their pain. You know, they did a great job of, you know, showing who they are and who their characters are. No, you absolutely hit it on that one. And I won't add too much because I already talked about you said it. There is no bad actor in the show. No one holds it back. Um, and I did think there were some better performances this year. And like, Millie Bobby Brown's a great actress, and I thought Sadie Sink as Max was really amazing this season. Oh, yeah. Even even Gatton Matarazzo as Dustin, like, dude, he put on a good show. Yeah. And everyone, like, they all really start to shine. Like, they're not like, he's all right. Like, they're starting to shine. I, I think acting's a big part of why the show's, like, held up so well. I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if 10 to 12 years down the road, you know, half of these, half of these cast members are be a-list actors you know they all get I mean, their own things and hit their movies after this who knows yeah no millie's big i know gatton is on going on broadway sadie sink was in that taylor swift music video and they, right. they're they're gonna i you're right i can imagine all right next what's the next one plot plot here plot. yeah um we talked about the uh the three plot or the four plot um the hawking story the california story 11's flashback story and then russia yeah um like i'll say this at times the russian one and california could drag a little just bit be just because the hawkins one was so good yeah but like it was kind of nice these episodes were long it was nice to have a break and be with my little breaks check your phone yeah. do your thing not saying they were horribly boring either right no, it's just no you can't have all four subplots be the same amount of excitingness and intensity you know right clearly hawkins was driving it and the rest were good compliments for what it was worth. Yeah, it did compliment the Hawkins one because, like, if you think about it, the Russian story is the least, besides the Demogorgon being there, it's, it's not Stranger Things at all. It's, like, all about Hopper, and he, he you got to learn a lot about his character and his backstory, but, like, him trying to get out, he gets back in. The Joyce love story, it's not a mystery at, by any means. Right. Uh, so, like, that was a nice touch to have. It was, like, a little, it sprinkles on your ice cream. It was, like, extra... Yeah, it complemented very well. I I will say the only quote unquote mystery part that comes out of Russia is where you for the first time you see like the black particles like that that's would true, be yeah. you know that's kind of infected pe that infected will that goes in yeah, season yeah, yeah. two and like goes all up in him like you find out that that's kind of the hive when the Russian doctors like the black mist went into everybody so it sounds that like for whatever reason I bet we'll get some more clarity maybe those demi gorgons weren't part of the hive mind. And then when it broke out and went into all of them, it became the hive or something like that. You know, like he yeah. infects them because yeah. I, I think we'll get no, more yeah, on you're that right. in season five. But I think that might be another little subplot next season, which is interesting. 
No, I do remember what you're talking about, and that kind of will definitely lead to the next season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and the moment I uh, there was a moment I screamed the hive. I think it was in seven or eight um, when the one demogorgon's tied down. It's like acting like it's fucking dying. It's because the other one was dying. Yeah, and I was like the hive. I was like the hive. You know, it all right. it all kind of clicked to me, and that's yeah. when I'll say this too about the the plots being separate. They all came together at the end in a tasteful way. It didn't come together at the end that Hopper flew back on an airplane and sliced open Vecna. Right. It wasn't like that. It's right. like they were like, it's the hive. Let's see if we can help them. And then Eleven's like, I'm going to piggyback in. Let's see if we can help them. Um, and it made sense. It yeah. all made sense. Because in right, my, like, yeah, I'm sitting there, yeah. I'm like, oh, they're just going to fly there. Like they're, they're going to be there in the next scene, like out of nowhere. And they, the Duffer Brothers did great with the timelines and, connecting everything in the full circle yeah. at the end of the season. Well done. Well done. All right. What's next? Uh, creativity and entertainment. I think we can probably box those two together for right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this was the biggest season by far. There was massive scenes, fantastic special effects. Like I'm going to touch on this. Vecna looked fantastic. Oh, dude. Uh, great. Big makeup practical. Too. Yeah. Great practical and special effects combined. Uh, like they made him come alive with the special effects, with like the shit growing on him. I thought yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, vines moving and shit. Yeah. Um. So creativity. Now, yeah. I. I was extremely entertained throughout the season. Long episodes. Yeah. I never got bored. Hooked. It never felt dry. Um. It was big. It was ambitious, and it felt like it was the final season. Yet it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. That Rachel didn't realize there was a fifth season. She was like, "Wow!" And I'm like, "There's a whole nother one." You know, it had that finale feeling to it that always yeah. just leaves you like wow what a great show but there's still more you know which is right. a treat it was it was like anyone can die people did die um it just had that like ending feel like this is it for hawkins this is it right. for the kids and like it's i mean season five is going to be doomsday it's the end it is yeah the the end oh god yeah i'll say this too um at least for the creativity piece which I thought it was so marvelously done is that a lot of times in shows, when you get out, you know, season to season, they'll kind of force things into the show that ties the past together, you know, yeah. like yes. they'll just throw it right. Oh, this is, this is this way because of this, even though there was kind of no pretext to it. It's like, they just threw it in to add another villain or to add something else And the way they did it and, and drew it out kind of the whole season. Like it wasn't just like episode two, bam, Vecna's Vecna's Henry. He's number one. He did this all. It, it made sense, right? It's like, first, first we're just like, oh, we have this, you know, we have this crazy killer on the loose that blew the dude's eyes out, which is just like Vecna. And then we're like, oh, it's Henry. Like, he goes in there, like, he's, whoever's in the upside down, he's the captain. And then it's like, wait, no, this is his story. You know, it it didn't feel forced. It made a lot of sense, I thought, which some yeah. shows really try to pry it in there. And I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I was not pissed. Yeah. Did not feel forced by any means. Like I said earlier, I felt like they knew what they were doing from season one at this point. Did mm-hmm. not feel forced. And, right? and that's, oh. that's what I mean. Like, yeah, you, just like you said over and over again, it felt like they knew that this was going to be how the season played out when they made season one. Right. It's yeah. like, who cares what the middle is? They knew this was going to, that's what it felt like. They knew this is what it was going to turn into. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was smart. Um, next category. 
uh, our little our wild card bitches. Wild card bitches. Maybe every week when we get to that one, we could throw a little gif up of Charlie or something like that, or just put in the noise. Maybe you know we yeah. try to not copyright it, and we just get him going wild card bitches, and you just or you could do there. it, yeah. Or M- Mike. M- sorry, I meant Mike. Mike will do that. Our technician and sound guy. He'll throw that in. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do any of this now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Why I said you. That was so foolish. All right. Uh, what's yours? Okay, mine was tone, which big, I big take tone. near and dear to my heart. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna riff for a minute. Might get a little you too can... intense, so stop me if I need to be stopped. But Understood. for me, I I love in serious shows, right? Which I which I talked about last week a little bit, how what we hated about Star Wars 7, 8, and 9 is the comedy was forced. It felt very lighthearted, even though it was supposed to be somewhat serious. And in this season, I tweeted about it off my personal account as well, Hunter underscore Andres. I said that this final season turned it from what seems like a kid show to one of the best shows in television history. I mean, it was dark, right? I, I mean, the killing scenes... Yeah. where he puts the finger on them and they levitate in the air and their whole body snaps and you it's watch a, yeah. it. Yeah. You watch the arm snaps and the leg snaps and the jaw and the eyes bleed out. Like it was so intense. Every scene in Russia, always dim lit. Every conversation was quiet like this, like someone was listening to that about to kill them. I mean, the, the whole tone of this, the show was like, is this, is this a horror television show? Yeah. You know, is this a horror thriller? And it didn't feel like that in any of the past seasons. A little bit season one, just because we didn't know what we were expecting. But season two and three, I felt got a little childish. Of course, you'd have moments that were intense as fuck. But season three, I felt dragged a little bit in that department. It was very nostalgic and a little uplifting at times. And I mean, all throughout this season, you know, you were kind of losing hope. You know, like, this is dark. Like, this dude is not fucking around anymore. Like, the upside down is not fucking around. And I really appreciate that as someone that, wants to watch it for the intensity and and for what they make it. And then to be that too, last thing I'll say here is at the end of the season, you said all hope is gone, right? The rifts open up. Hawkins hit this mega earthquake. Hundreds are dead. They look over the mountain and they see the fires and the, and the snowy things and the red lightning. And for the first time at the end of the season, the problem isn't resolved. Right. It's like the end of the season, it's a handshake, it's a kiss, it's all you're moving to California, everything's gonna be fine now. And now it's like we're in the shit. The Duffer brothers were like, it's not gonna be a ramp up next season. First episode, they're at war. You know, they're jumping right into it, which is gonna be I I I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped. No, I I, I will say this. You're absolutely right. I One thing I do like about Stranger Things is the beginning of the season starts off so grounded in a way. Yeah. It's like it's like a little hint of something. But it's like, yeah, Steve and Robin are working here. Levin's at school. Mike's on spring break. They're, like, I kind of, I always love that. But for the final season, I don't need it. It's full. You're right. The tone, they hit it right on. It was a horror show. It is a horror show. Dude, I thought about this when you said it. They show the Vecna killings. And like... Every sort of show that would be like Stranger Things, they would show the body on the ground after. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Just like a person cracked up and like, oh, their eyes get popped out. No, no, no. We heard the fucking crunches in this. Yeah. <clears throat> this every snap, dude. So it's like, shout out to them. They really brought in the heart. And I know they get a lot of inspiration from like Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, whenever the Duffer brothers, they always refer to like E.T. and Nightmare on Elm right. Street, which is such a funny combo. But it, it shows, it shows what Stranger Things is. 
yeah, really quick before I let you go, one last thing, Tone, Sadie Sink's up there, Max is up there, like, she's yeah. not going to get snapped, Eleven's coming out of it, you know, she gets right, her power, right. but I've, she still gets snapped, first time we've had a main character, a real main character, not, you know, Billy's a main character, sure, Bob or other people throughout the season. They're all side so, characters, yeah. Um, Fucking Eddie Munson, but, I mean, Eddie Munster, the monster, but we're getting a main character gets snapped up and Lucas has got her on the ground. He just got his ass handed to him by a fucking jock, right? Choking yeah. him out, has a gun yeah. to his head. And she's like, I can't feel anything. I can't see. Like her eyes are white. Blood's running down her face. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Like, <coughs> this is crazy. Bless you. Oh, bless you again, my sweet boy. Kazump tight. But I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I no, I, uh. Twas dark. Uh, so. That Sadie Sink, I keep using actress, I keep mixing, whatever. Uh, Max, when Max. she dies, or when she's half dead, dude, when she wakes up and is like, I can't, I can't see Lucas, I'm so scared, I'm not ready to die. Uh, that was crazy dark. Yeah. And she yeah. killed it. And it yeah. was just like super intense. And like, I mean, we should probably talk about it. like, she wakes up in the hospital, or not awake in the hospital. She's in like a coma. She's Something's like gonna eleven, 11 saved her somehow, somewhere. Yeah, so it looks like eleven like can tap into her memories. Does Vecna have him saved? That's where you can kind of hypothesize like what's going on. She'll hopefully come back and some, but she's gonna yeah. be a veggie for the next season. Well, for the final half, season, she'll yes, it'll be some whatever they but do. Um, they'll do it she's right. She's gonna be I'm beat down. She's gonna, it. she's not gonna be full full strength. Oh, for um, fucking sure. All right, and uh, shut up. One more last little thing. But you shut your you shut your mouth, you dirty whore. Um, yeah, shut your whore mouth. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I will also say last thing: the scenes where you think that the main character is talking to somebody, and then it turns out to be Vecna's trance. Right, like Max oh. is talking to her mom, and then she's like, "You wanted, you wanted to kill Billy." Like, and then you hear the voice, and then you hear the clock, like the down. Yeah, yeah. Like it's scary. Uh, the, the first girl that dies, the cheerleader, she's talking to her mom. She's like, she's like, you're too fat for your dress. You're too fat for your dress. And then stands up and it's fucking Vecna. He's like, I will end it. Like, come with me. I was like, oh, I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. Uh, call it off. No. Fight's over. It, White flag. That's that Lucas one got me in the final. Oh, episode that was his eyes was like, turned. Oh, dude. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He was like, would you kill me too? He's still doing like his little voice. Like, would you kill me too? And then his eyes change and it's like, mm. yeah, I love dude. that growl. I love that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Maxine. Yeah. Yeah. Maxine. Like so good. So good. Um, to wrap up art, my, my bonus one was yes. music. Um, uh, running up the hill was great. Past the Dutch. He was a great addition. Eddie Munson playing a Metallica song. I, forget what yeah, it was called uh, that scene puppet was sick ma- or master of puppets puppet, is that master it? of puppets yes um that was a great scene very correct that I, was fucking that was sick dude. yeah that was that was sick. that was that was metal no that was metal um the only thing i want to touch on with music is like there's a f- obviously those songs were great um in one of in the final episode when running up the hills playing again they mix it with the stranger things theme mm-hmm. if you notice and it's so awesome because it's yeah it's just the perfect mix of the They tones. did the dubbing. Um, yeah. You know, whatever. I don't really want to talk about music because not much to really say. It, it but was I do great, think, though. 
it was no the I mean, added songs were good and their 80s a synth they always use like that synth sound that's really good and really sets that uh horror tone yet still 80s 80s tone it's and it's not overdone it's not like every scene some movies will do or shows every scene you have something 80s and then you're just like hate, all right yeah. you're really pushing it I on us that. it's like yeah you know they that. it's so tasteful the way they deliver the music and the sounds and the technology where it 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 really does feel like you're there and you don't bat an eye against it. It's like the music would play like you hear music on a regular basis if you live back then, right? Only in the car or, right. you know, when you're at school or this and that, you know, it, it right. felt very right and good. And then, of course, that master of puppets, Eddie Munson, right? The, the decoy with Dustin, like, RIP Eddie, what a, what a death scene. But I mean, he gets up there and, you're like oh it felt real right it uh, didn't feel forced I, or weird or out of place it felt right for the show no you're absolutely right they are very tasteful with the stuff they add two things dustin's this is going to take off my my score went from 88 to an 87 he's got to get rid of that limp for next season i cannot handle watching him walk with the limp something that about was, it is so fucking rachel annoying. said the same thing that i couldn't handle like it uh, 13 reasons why he's got the freaking broom up his ass. Like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I, I, I hate give it. Him, give him crutches. Give him a wheelchair. Do not have him hobbling like this. That was it so was, utterly annoying. Absolutely. Um, and the other thing I want to say is the Duffer brothers are just, they're the best type of nerds, and they are fucking yeah. nerds. But yeah. they're the best type of nerds. And I'm glad they have a good team of Hollywood Hollywood vets on their side who are helping them make this show because yeah they're nerds but they're smart nerds who know how to make a TV show but I'm glad they have help um and the show's amazing season four was fucking amazing yeah dude I couldn't have said it better myself the Duffer Brothers seems like they still have all the creative freedom you know they know what to make they know how to make it good and they're not being forced yeah. to do a corner by anybody they're taking their time and like we said earlier even season two and three that felt like they dragged they're still good. They're still yeah. mysterious. Each season, you learn a little bit more of the puzzle. The puzzle. How big mm -hmm. is this thing? You know, like, and now we know that Dude. that black dust ties it all together. You know, it was just an alternate dimension, and now they're infecting all these creatures in their hive minding. Which I bet next season, maybe the hives and all these people. You know, I don't know. They can take it anywhere, but I'm sure they it's gonna be great. they they got a lot to do. Um, I I wonder what the Duffer Brothers did in their basement as kids. Like probably Dungeons and Dragons, right? Either yeah, that or like that. tickle farts and pillow fights. <laughs> Dude, they definitely got the shit bullied out of them because that those bully scenes are heartfelt. They're heartfelt. Yeah, that's you're right. That is from the soul. They were like, I was that kid in Hellfire Group. You know, people thought I was a witch doctor, and I hadn't even looked at a porno mag yet. You know, like they 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 were definitely beat up. That's for sure. Yeah, no, they got like, but they didn't just get like beat up, like got punched in the face. Like they got spanked and swirlies. Yeah. They got like eighties beat up. Old yeah. school, shoved in the locker. Wedgies. You know, lunch tray smacked on the ground. Teachers are like, well, you know, toughen up, kid. No, no surrender. No surrender. No mercy. Yeah, no, they cry on the bus and they go in their basement and they game for hours, just hours. Right. Like that freakout scene where 11's in the the roller rink and she's like, ha, yeah. you know, and they were like nine years old and they'd play a game of Dungeons and Dragons. He's like, maybe I am a wizard and the bully's about to spank him to death. And he's like, I am Glando the Magnificent.
magnificent. And then they all just look at him and then they just, they spank him even harder. You know, they're taking the belt to, to, to Matt Duffer. <laughs> You no, know, no, they got they got hit hard. Um, but I love watching them in interviews because, like, one they they are smart. They're very good yeah. at making a TV show. They're great showrunners and creators. But you can just see deep down inside that they're fucking nerds. And Hollywood got to them just a little bit. They're not like they're not like assholes or anything. Like, I feel like you can't be in Hollywood and act like that. So they just have a little bit of Hollywood mojo to them. And a little I love flair, it. You can, little swagger. You can just see, you can just yeah. see behind them. He got spanked go, you, with a belt. Yeah, they're like, I used to get spanked. Try spanking me now. Like, my show's worth $100 million. Yeah, it's like, he might actually want to get spanked because he's so rich. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. He might actually pay people to do the spanking because that's what he really <laughs> liked back in the day. Bare butt balls and back. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, that does wrap up our reviews, though, because we covered all the topics. I gave it yeah. an 88, possibly an 87, unless Dustin's limp goes away for the next season. Right, that'll um, be like a, a stay and wait, stay and wait kind of thing. Yeah, and you gave it a 91? 91, 91, yep. Cool. We were pretty close again. Not bad, not far off. No, no, I like that. I, thought, I think I we're, we're going to be close. Was... We're going to be close if I like it. If I dislike it, that's when we'll fall apart because your dislike compared to my dislike might vary. I don't, I feel, I'm hoping that one time we'll review something and you'll be like, I loved it. And I'll just say it, it was dog shit. Just give me one. Because I have a feeling I'll have we, the highest score every time. Yeah, probably. Should we, for the next review, add a um, add a shitty movie to uh, give a review? Give a quick score oh, and review? Like, like a five-minute, yes. Yeah, like, like a, a five-minute half like a half. Mid- just go... 51, acting was horrible. Worst plot I've ever seen. No nudity. Uh, he, uh, John Thundergun <laughs> didn't hang dong. Uh, you know, a couple yeah. things like that, right? We're just like, yep, 51, book it, done. Yeah, for sure. You know, zero and if, if the fans, if any of you get zero tits, zero boobies, if any of you guys have recommendations, comment on the Twitter, DM us, text us if you know yeah. us. You know, I'm sure we'll get Patreon. to it. Patreon, no, no refunds, no restarts. Dude. God bless if someone makes it an hour and five minutes into our show. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Thank you, Pierce. Yeah, God bless. Yeah, thank you. He He's going to be out at like 20 minutes. I hope someone hears this. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. That is it for the review, though. Um, to wrap up the show like we always do, what are you watching, boss? Or what have you just watched? Anything new that you didn't say last yes. week? Yes. Said it quick last week, Westworld. It's back. I'm going to say it. Uh, mm-hmm. Westworld is back. Season mm-hmm. one was one of the greatest shows seasons ever. Season two, a little underwhelming. Season three was very trash TV, Pete COVID. Season four, back on track. Great writing. It's coherent. It makes sense. It's exciting. It's mysterious. Some big time actors are back. Um, I'm watching that. It makes us. Uh, it makes me want to get back into it. Yes, yes, you should. It makes me want to watch. So watching yeah. the boys might be covering that soon. Um, I'm watching the Blade trilogy on HBO, starring Wesley Snipes, Chris Christopherson, nice. half vampire, half human mutant that kills vampires and hunts them because they're trying to take over the world. Nice, entertaining, high action. I'm trying to think of anything else. I don't think so. You mentioned that show on Hulu that I'm probably going to start tonight. Well- uh, yeah, I did watch three episodes. Yeah, so I watched. It's that. called The Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear. I haven't watched much, so I need to cut you off. Um, I started watching The Bear. I watched three episodes. It's on Hulu. Um, it's basically about 
a Michelin star, amazing, one of the best chefs in the world as a young guy. Um, his brother owned a little beef shop in Chicago. He dies, um, and he comes back to run it for him. It And then it's more than just the kitchen. You learn about it. You start learning about his brother, what was really going on. Um, and then in the kitchen, it's the heat. It's the fighting. It's the banter. It's the love. It's like the trials and tribulations of trying to run a restaurant uh, that was failing oh. because your brother. Um, so. And then he's like this amazing chef and he's trying to bring that in to this like little beef shop in Chicago. I loved it. Mm. It's mm. labeled as a comedy on Hulu. By no means is it just a comedy. Is it funny? It seems a yeah, little drama, it's, it's like right. Atlanta or something like that. It's, Same kind of tone. It's serious. It shouldn't just say comedy. Like just comedy. Right. That like doesn't do it justice. Always sunny. No. Um, so I'm watching that July 4th. I watched The Sandlot. Oh, that's that's very cool. I saw fireworks yeah, at Coors good... Field. They were great. Nice. I saw fireworks in New York City. Um, uh, and then I do want to watch on Apple TV um, Cha Cha Real Smooth. What the with, fuck is um, that? With Dakota Johnson because she's beautiful. Okay. Fifty Shades. And I don't. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna hop into anything else. Um, oh yeah, I'm, I'm. I've watched Stranger Things. Yeah. I think that's it. I feel like I watched another movie, but I don't know. Oh, oh, I've been watching Iron Chef on Netflix. <laughs> I like um, that. And I'm and I'm loving it. Because I'll say this if anyone likes cooking shows. So like on a lot of cooking shows that are typically on Food Network, it's just like regular chefs. And something always happens. They always burn the cupcakes. They forget the sauce. The ice cream is mushy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Iron mm-hmm. Chef is they take five iron chefs who are like amazing, amazing top notch kind of celebrity chefs. And they face them off against regular chefs who are also top notch. So the food that they make is like, and they have sous chefs. Amazing. So they have two sous chefs. So they're not rushing. Okay. They are rushing. Right. But it's not like, I don't have time to make. No, they make amazing fucking food and you can see it. And it's just like, it's more art than like the shows. Like, can he plate the burnt crispy onion rings? Right. It's, Right, she's Most making like foam. Stuff. He's making like oh, foam froth. out of good, good froth for the coffee. Good froth. Yeah, no, I'm talking like stuff you didn't know existed and words you didn't know existed, but it looks amazing. That's mm, what I've been watching. I, I might have to get into that. I I always love a good food binge. Um, I will say too, I forgot this. I left this out. What made me want to watch the Blade series? If anyone's looking for a little 1990s mystery thriller, e very 90s film, I just watched The Fugitive. Starring Tommy Lee Jones, Wesley Snipes, Ralph Ciparetta from The Sopranos, and Robert Downey Jr., very young, alcoholic Robert Honey, Robert Downey Jr. It is the sequel, or I just I watched U.S. Marshals, and the original film was The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones. Great little cat and mouse, a uh, little crime mystery thriller. Wesley Snipes, maybe want to watch Blade. So I just, that's on Netflix, it's streaming right now. So I just checked that out. Uh, and I watched Old School, Little Will Ferrell as well. So Oh, yeah, yeah also my, on Netflix, get, right? Yep, I'm getting my films in. Yep, uh, Frank the Tank, you know. Uh, Speaker City, Vince Vaughn, great cast, great film. Ari Gold. Absolutely. Uh, I do Richard. really have to pee. Um, and too. then Robert Downey Jr., I for, this happened last time. I forgot he was an alcoholic. Um, yeah, Downey Because he got so famous it. after. Yes. He got so famous after. It's kind of crazy. Yes. Um, um, that okay, is, before I have to P2, yeah. what are we watching next week? Oh, I have no clue. 
I should say, well, we should figure that out here. It's, you know, whoever's sticking around, this is, you know, the little bonus blooper. Yeah, but like, um, well, I don't really want to do Peaky Blinders in all honesty. Okay. Should we do a movie? Should we do a movie? Let's do a movie. Let's do a film. A new movie or an old movie? I, I could go and see Minions in theaters. I could do Maverick. I, we could figure this could off off screen. We could figure this I out. I already saw Mav, so yeah. Yep. All right. Um, okay, we'll figure this out. I got to pee as well. All right. Um, no, no, no. Dan, hold on. Hold on. Quote. I have a quote about uh, summer. Because last time my quote was too dark. All right. This one says uh, Friends, sun, sand, and sea. That sounds like summer to me. <laughs> take that as you will listeners of the podcast take that as you will my last like one was about that. dying yeah it was a little dark steve-o steve-o all right um, yeah that Hit was em. a good quote i like that and as always you can't eat your pudding unless you eat your meat all right take care now see you next hasta week. luego time to pee bye yeah hasta luego baby